Okay, so where do I start? This is sort of stream of consciousness uh, rather than any kind of formulated thoughts. Um, I just have been watching some videos and things and catching up on media that I normally don't get to, to uh, actually watch when I'm twittering all the time. Um, so it, there's some, some good news and some bad news. Um, not really bad news, but, but just reality is bad. Uh, the good news is some people are appearing to notice it. Um, and while it's been very frustrating to have, for the last year at least, been aware of this, I mean, to me, this became obvious in April of last year, um, because I know from reading Hayek and studying totalitarianism that this is how it starts. Um, it was pretty obvious that they converted us to a planned economy, a command economy. Not a 100% planned economy, but the the effort was there, and I knew that we were already 50% corporativist. So uh, this none of this has surprised me. It just keeps unfolding and becoming real, and it's shocking only that I'm right. Like, I'm, I really haven't gotten anything wrong yet, and some of my predictions are pretty bad. So when I see people like Viva Fry saying things that are what I was sort of saying a year ago, um, is both encouraging and distressing. Because, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I must be... <clears throat> There's always a chance I'm simply wrong about this, despite my voluminous education on this subject. Um, yes, I've read a thousand books in the last uh, dozen years or so, um, and no, that doesn't make me a smarty pants necessarily. In fact, it's, it's kind of a bad sign. It means I haven't been working, which is true. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the reason I haven't been working is because of corporativism. Uh, I'm a professional database developer. I do production automation for you know, enterprise institutions, and I haven't worked in over a decade. Well, I, I do get some work here and there, and I maintain some databases, but <clears throat> I can't get new corporate work because they, you know, I guess I'm blacklisted. That has to be it, because I've done some of the most impressive databases in various industries without going into too much detail. Um, so when I see Viva, Viva Fry say things like um, we're a totalitarianism, this is a police state, um, et cetera, et cetera, I have to wonder, <clears throat> you know, what have they been thinking for the last year? Did, did everybody just think this was all um, for your health? Did they think, I, I suspect it probably was something along the lines of, well, government is just, you know, they've made a mistake. They, they like their power and they're holding on to their power because of individual personalities who want to hold those powers. And to some extent, of course, that's true. But from my perspective, I'm seeing this in synchronization across the world. There's no reason anybody else couldn't have seen this as well. It's just, statistically speaking, for every single government on the planet to make exactly the same mistakes all at the same time, and all of those mistakes to be... You know, 100% contrary to what the professional recommendations of every medical person and science person on each and every topic, and in ways that would produce outcomes that are favorable to totalitarian regimes, I, 
I just I still don't understand why this isn't painfully obvious, uh, and and I don't think Viva Fry is uh, a, you know, a fool or or blind or unaware or anything like that. There's it's, it's got to be that thing I said, which is that he just figured gave them the benefit of the doubt, figured that it was um, all a big accident. Conflagration of circumstances that made it appear to be this evil empire emerging, but it really wasn't. And we can fix it with just citing certain laws and electing the right officials and pursuing legislative recourse. And I'm sorry to say, but tyranny does not respond to legislative recourse. It does not respect laws. It makes new ones that you must respect, but it doesn't respect any of the laws we have had and respected in the past. There's just no way around it. You can't vote yourself out of this. And we also don't want violence. And what governments around the world have been doing, again, I did see this coming. I predicted it because I didn't have to predict it. They just started immediately. They started doing things that were, were, were obviously provocations to violence. And after having read the lockstep document, lockstep document um, and seeing it in text in there that, that they're expecting violent pushback, it, it makes sense. They want to increase the restrictions on society, and so the best way to do that is to provoke violent reactions, and the random violence can then be used as excuses for increased restrictions. Now, this should be obvious to the people on the right who've been saying similar things, uh, maybe not the same conclusions, but noticing the rioting from the left and, and seeing that, that law enforcement does nothing to stop this, and then they use the riots from the left as an excuse to lock down law-abiding citizens. So it should be obvious that there's something going on. I it's just a question of concluding that this is all part of a design. And it, is, it does not mean that each individual police officer understands what they're doing and what the outcome ultimately is. In fact, in most cases, the individuals and even the politicians, the individuals probably are behaving the way they are for the reasons that Viva Fry might think. And I'm I'm putting my words in his mind here. I didn't get this from him directly, but I'm just assuming that that's what most people... Anyone who sees what's going on and does not conclude what I have concluded has to arrive at the alternate conclusion of, you know, um, if it's easier to to explain something that's terrible that it was done by a mistake than it is to say that it was intentional or malicious. Uh, just the actual quote is, is drawing a blank on right now. But that's not the case. I mean, for the individuals, it is the case. The, the cop wants more power, and you give him uh, the ability to, to do something, he'll do it. Uh, he doesn't understand what the outcome is going to be for that. Um, and the politician, the, the, the mayor of the town, or the city, of the, the, the governor of the state, they don't necessarily understand what's going on. This is part of a very large psychological manipulation and specifically it's this is cybernetic social engineering and the general idea is that you have a feedback loop where you monitor the communications of the subjects 
and then you alter the inputs based on the feedback from those communications. This is a very simple idea. This this is people have a confusion. They they think that it has to do with robots and computers or something, but it, it's actually it precedes all of that. And the general idea is is that what I just said. Um, so if they overstep their bounds and make an announcement that everybody must dunk their head in the water for 10 minutes and everyone says, well, we can't breathe for 10 minutes. They say, well, okay, uh, uh, five minutes, uh, two minutes, one minute. And everyone's like, and we only have to dunk our head in the water for one minute. At least we can do that. And that's how they get you. It's as simple as that. I mean, that's a dramatically oversimplified version of what I'm talking about with cybernetic social engineering, but these exploratory policies have been going on relentlessly for decades. And every time we see it, we roll our eyes because we figure it will just go away. It's so absurd, it has to go away. And that absurd policy may very well go away, but it sets a precedent and it and it greases the, the, the road for the next attempt. It's always two steps forward, one step back. Um, we've been seeing two steps forward, two steps forward, one step forward, three steps forward, ten steps forward, two steps back, etc. this last year, but it's still following the same basic principles. Demand, you know, too much, and then settle for less, which is too much, in my mind, from any normal person's mind. What has happened already is far beyond what we should have allowed. And to get back to my original point here, the fact that Viva Fry is noticing this now and saying it out loud and sort of, you know, muffling his voice and saying, you know, geez, I don't want to say anything here that might get me in trouble. This is the problem. Self-censorship itself is the problem. We've been doing that for a long time. Self-censorship is in many ways worse than censorship because at least with censorship you can scream and yell and say stop censoring me but with self-censorship nobody knows you did it you did it to yourself and it actually is you're you're reinforcing this external program um you know there are probably some positive examples of this sort of stuff in terms of people behaving in society that you don't say something out loud that you probably oughtn't but the truth of the matter is this idea of free communication of ideas is meant to expose really bad ideas. So even if you have bad ideas, even if you're going to say the wrong thing, it may hurt you that you've said the wrong thing, but everyone around you gets to see that you said this terrible thing, and they get to measure your character based on you having thought that it was okay to say that. And so that's how we're able to control ourselves individually, interpersonally, because we know when we run into somebody who says something that's batshit fucking crazy, not to deal with that person anymore. And we should be saying that, by the way, to every single government official, every single bureaucrat, every single corporate executive spokesperson, every single media person. They're all repeating utter bullshit, either complete and total lies or, you know, craftily manufactured euphemisms and there's very few of those those usually come down the pipe as slogans um, and we know all know about that um, but these are these are not the most intelligent people they are this is something that in that video that anyone who's seen any of my threads has probably seen with uh, Harry Vox 
he he says there these people are 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 not omnipotent they're not omnipowerful they're they're defeatable we just have to defeat them and so how do we do it without violence this is the question because we don't want violence because they want violence this is important um, they want violence because that's what they'll use as an excuse to lock down society even further. So we have no, if, I'll just go down the list, if we have no options such as voting them out or legislating them out or passing new laws or, or even revoking existing laws, I mean, there's really nothing we can do in any legal sense or legislative sense to stop this. And for the reasons I said that tyranny doesn't respond to that and violence won't work it, it not only is what they want but if they want it because it won't work um so i freaked out for about a month in april of last year and i just mulled it over um the whole time um and i came up with mass recall peaceful town level civil rebellion as the only scenario that serves our purposes, does not serve their purposes, and is not in any of the documentation that I was able to find. So they have not anticipated at least this one response. And the basic idea is to gather 500 to 1,000 families in your town, which is to say three or 4,000, 5,000 people, and go to your town hall and remove all the officials. And once they're in custody, you remove all the rest of the bureaucrats. And that includes everyone, everyone who works for the town or the government in any way. And as long as every town does this and they do it peacefully, it's a rebellion. It's a, it's a peaceful town-level civil rebellion. And the, the justification that central government has and leans on and people who are excusers and you know, apologists for them tend to say, well, you know, they have the support of the people, they have the consent of the people, that is a social contract, blah, 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 blah. Well, there you go, social contract, gone. Consent of the people, gone. If you have 16,000 towns in the United States that are all in peaceful, open revolt, nobody's been hurt, they're, they're just saying, no more, This whatever you guys are doing, step down, and you start from the towns. You say it to the county people. And there's, there's no way that the county officials are going to be able to, to do anything or say anything. They'll step down. Again, peaceful. Then we get to the state level. And it gets a little bit fishier there, but I bet you we'll be able to remove most state officials by demanding their resignations. Now, there is, there is an end to this peaceful level of it, of course, but it's important that we get as far as we can that way because, again, if we have 16,000 towns in peaceful but open revolt and those, there are no longer county officials either, that makes it so that there's a very, very small number of federal employees and cities that will not have, you know, they, they won't be in peaceful town-level civil rebellion. That's it. They'll have the choice of, at that point, open war against everybody else, which I don't think they're going to do. They wouldn't win. Um, or capitulating. Now, it's possible they'll just hunker down 
and, and, and come up with some kind of story to the rest of the world. This is something I, I don't really know. I haven't really been able to work out what the hell they're going to do. I can't look far enough down the road. I don't know what's going to happen at that point. But I know that we can get to that stage peacefully. And, and I, I don't see any other way.